Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au. So Father, we thank you then for today as we move on to the next part of this service. Lord, we're just honored and blessed that everyone is here today on Australia Day weekend, Father, that they chose to come to church, Father, and we're honored over that, and uh, it honors you too, Father, so we're so thankful. Father, we thank you today as we look into your word, Lord, that your plans and your purposes would go, they would be furthered for the kingdom, Father, so we thank you that you bless this time together. We've already been blessed, but it continues to be blessed in Jesus' name, amen. So today, if you're a first-time guest with us, you wouldn't know this, uh, but we are going to lay hands on people after the message today. I'm going to preach less time today to give ourselves enough time to lay hands on uh, people. And I I actually want to have a goal of seeing if we can leave a little early today because uh, I I don't really like running the laying on a hand service over. And I'll tell you why. It's a real holy time, you know, and and, uh, I've been at this for a long time, and it's not, you know, walking around and, and being, you know, like talking and that kind of thing during laying on a hands or even walking out early. I, I don't think it's a way to honor the Lord. It's a reverent time. So I'd rather leave early and not have anyone do that. And, you know, and, but the bigger thing is like, let's all learn how to honor him and reverence those kind of times. It's going to be wonderful. So we're not going to look uh, at a lot of scriptures today, but we just want to see a few things on what the Bible says. If you're new to Christianity, uh, these things will really help you uh, see some things about why would you lay hands on people? What's that all about? So here's the first thing we want to look at in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 2. And think about Hebrews. That's the people over in Israel. They have had the laying on of hands for thousands of years. You know, think about that. It started way back in the Old Testament where God had people laying hands. So when the book of Hebrews was written and it talks about the laying on of hands, they understood immediately where us, those that were not, that we didn't grow up as Hebrews in Israel, it was a new concept for us. So when you look at this, uh, you, what you see here, it's, it talks about Hebrews chapter one and uh, six, verse one and two, it's the six basic doctrines of the church. So what you have here, one of them is the doctrine of baptisms, and, but what you see next is of laying on of hands. So when we talk about the laying on of hands, and when you have time, you can actually teach. It, it's actually a doctrine, and you can teach on it for hours. And so it's, you can do organized teaching on the laying on of hands. It's a wonderful thing. So the first thing we want to say, it's a doctrine, and it's practiced. it was practiced in Israel with the Hebrews, but it's also practiced in the church, and you can teach on it. So here's an Old Testament example. Uh, Look at this in Numbers chapter 27 and verse 18. Uh, It says, So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. So that's way back, you know, almost a couple thousand years ago when that was, or longer than that. I, I mean, like, I'm just got mixed up there. My wife helped me. It's like almost 6,000 years ago, isn't it? Thank you. Anyway, whatever. A long time ago. And then Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9, it says, And Joshua, 
the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses laid hands on him. So what you see there in Numbers, he says, lay hands on him. Then what you see in Deuteronomy is the result of it. There was something tangible that happened with the laying on of hands, and there was an impartation that caused Joshua to have wisdom. So anytime that there's laying on of hands, when it's done the right way, it's just not, as one older minister said, laying empty hands on empty heads. He, he would always make joke. You know, that's when you play, a, play church and play around, but when you really do it in God and do it properly, there's, it's very tangible. You know, hands that have something flowing through them into heads that have wisdom and you're doing it in God. So this, we're, we're going to do that today. There's not going to be any empty hands or empty heads here. Okay, Raymond Family Church doesn't have any empty heads. Okay, so here's what we want to see. There's, there's just two things that we want to see here. To, uh, well, let me give you a New Testament example, and then we'll look at those two things. Let's look at one more thing. Here's laying on a hands in the New Testament, Acts chapter 13 and verse 2. It says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying for them, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. And so we laid our, our hands on the mission scene today and sent them off. So you see it in the Old Testament, you see it in the New Testament, the laying on of hands. Now, this month, we've been looking into a series uh, called Anointed for a Purpose. And this is a tremendous portion of Scripture here that we want to look at. And this is going to help us understand the purpose for today. Why are we laying hands on people today? And so look in Numbers chapter 11 and verse 14. And we're going to read like a couple verses, and then I'm going to make all the comments about them uh, after we read them. So here's Moses talking. He said, I am not able to carry all this people alone. The burden is too heavy for me. If you will treat me like this, kill me at once if I find favor in your sight that I may not see my wretchedness. Then the Lord said to Moses, gather for me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them and bring them to the tent of meeting and let them take their stand there with you. And then 17, I will come down and talk with you there and I will take some of the spirit that is on you, and I will put it on them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, so that you may not bear it yourself alone. And so I underline a number of things. And I, uh, you know, one thing, if you could go back to verse 16, and you see verse 16, notice that one place where let them take their stand uh, with you there. So I wanted to point that out. So here are some thoughts about that portion of Scripture that we just read. Here's the first thing. God's plans and purposes are too big for one or a few people to accomplish. That's the first thing we can get from what we just read. The plans and purposes of God are big. You know, God is not a small thinker. And when he wants to get something done, you know, he's thinking big. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved the whole world. 
And if, if, if it was up to, you know, God wanted, he gave his son for everyone. He wants everyone in the world to be saved. He doesn't think small, okay? So his plans and purposes are big. The next thing we see is when the burden isn't shared, it becomes too heavy, okay? And Moses, the burden was too heavy. He wasn't sharing that burden. The third thing that we see from that portion of scriptures is this. Moses hadn't delegated, and he ended up blaming God. Isn't that interesting? He didn't delegate, and he ended up blaming God. He was kind of, you know, not happy, but he's the one that didn't delegate. And, uh, you know, well, sometimes you don't, when, when God picks and chooses somebody to lead, and that wasn't what they went to college for, leadership, they kind of have to learn along the way. And, you know, Moses had to learn along the way. And, you know, that's kind of how church, you know, the church never existed till after Jesus rose from the dead. And then it's like, go out and preach the gospel. And then all the churches kind of have to learn along the way. And, you know, along the way, we can love one another and be compassionate. But, you know, we're always wanting to get things in place so we can be positioned to see people saved, established, trained, and sent. So he didn't delegate. So uh, the next thing we see from those scriptures is carrying the entire plan made him feel hopeless and wretched. Like he says, kill me. And then he talks about, the, about his wretchedness. You know, like not getting the job done and feeling like a heavy burden, uh, you can feel like a failure and hopeless, and you even, you don't think highly of yourself. He was in that category. I mean, we all esteem Moses, and we think the world of him, and, and, and you think the guy did a great job, but he was a little bit struggling with himself there for a season because he was carrying it all by himself. You can't carry it all by yourself. Okay, the next thing we see uh, from that portion of Scripture is uh, the Lord gave a solution. Delegate and empower others. That was the solution. Delegate and empower others. Then uh, we see this. The Lord said, gather others and bring them to the tent. And then that one portion that I let, wanted you to see where it was underlined, he says, uh, let them take their stand with you. There's just something interesting that he said, bring them to a location. Here we are in our local church here. He said, come there. And then he said, let them take their stand. There's just something about somebody coming forward and saying, I want to serve. I'm, it's like saying, I'm going to take a stand. It's, it's another way to say, I believe in what you're doing, and I want to be a part of that. And he says, come, let them come, let them take your stand, like their stand with you. And so coming forward and saying, I'm going to put my hand to the plow, we can see that uh, that's what he's saying there. Then the next thing we see, the Lord required them to take a stand we could say it this way, with his plans and purposes. So everyone up until this point that has served here at Rhema Family Church, you served because you thought, you know, I believe in what's going on here. I'm going to put my hand, you know, my hand to the plow here, and I'm going to do something because I believe that God's involved, and I'm going to take my stand, and we thank you for it. We're blessed because you have done that. We appreciate everyone that has come forward to serve. Thank you so much. Uh, you cannot do 
we're, we cannot do anything for God alone. So from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you. Uh, we love you. I know, I know some of you uh, don't know me as well, and others know me better. You know, and with all the sincerity, I can say that thank you so much for coming forward to serve the Lord. Uh, so then, uh, here, here's then what we want to see then. The Lord, after all of this happened, he put the same spirit on more people. The same spirit on more people. The same spirit that was on Moses, okay? So then after that, what happened, you know, when the same spirit came on them? And here's what is so interesting to me. When the same spirit came on them, it says the same burden, the same, the burden of the people. And, I, you know, like when you really think, you know, the reason that we're here is for people, you know, it isn't about positions and titles and who has, you know, who has, uh, you know, a real nice fluffy title. It was about the burden for people. It's all about people. It isn't about positions, titles, and, you know, who's important and that kind of stuff because we're here for people. We're in this room today because we love God, we love people, and we have a purpose. That's why we're here. And so when the Lord took the same spirit, Moses had that spirit on him. It wasn't so Moses could, we could say, he was a great leader, okay? And he did a great thing. But God put the spirit on him for a purpose. He wanted to, to get his people delivered, and he had that purpose put on him. And so when God puts the same spirit on people, that same burden comes on. In other words, like, wow, like, I, I you know, and I know many of you have been serving here for a, a long time, so you know that you have this burden come on you, and it's like there's people that they love children, and they want to care for the children and minister to children. You know, there's others that have a burden on them to lead us into the presence of God. There's others that have a burden on them to greet when people walk through the front doors to give them a warm welcome and greet them. We have production team right back there. It's uh, there's like they the way that they serve is they get these screens and all the the, the sound and all the things going on. There's like a burden there. There's you know the burden can express itself in different ways. And that's the last thing we want to look at here. Okay, before we look at that, though, let's say this. The same burden, people. It hasn't changed. It's always been about people. And here's the only difference now. In the Old Testament, uh, it was about one nation and the people of one nation. In the New Testament, it's about every nation and the people in every nation. So it's the world, and it's the people of the world. Hence, we laid hands on a missions team today to go to Thailand, you know, because we're here not just for even for our region here in Springwood in this area, but we're here for the world. It's about people, and it, and it hasn't changed. So we could say that this, that people are our first, our burden is people. And then secondly, when we say our burden is people, the work involved to reach people and even the finances involved to reach people, it, it's all part of it. It's, that, it's a burden that comes on you. And then caring and nurturing and mentoring, praying, it all comes on. You care about people. It's why we're here. 
So we could say, you know, what does the burden look like? Well, we could say the lost need saved, the saved need taught and trained, and the taught and trained need activated. That's what we can say, you know. It's real simple. So it can manifest in different ways. So Luke chapter 1, and these are the last two scriptures we want to look at today. In verse 17, the first portion of that, it says he, that's John the Baptist, will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. Now, if you read the Old Testament, if you have been a Christian for a while and you're familiar with the Bible, and you read back in the Old Testament about Elijah, Elijah had some powerful things going on. He worked miracles. Okay, so now it's talking about John the Baptist coming in the same spirit. Well, here's the interesting thing. You go to John 10 and verse 41, and look what it says. It says, many followed him. That's John the Baptist. John, and and it says John didn't perform miraculous signs. But it's the same spirit as Elijah. But John didn't perform any miraculous signs. Well, how could that be? But then they said, they remarked to one another, but everything he said about this man has come true. So here's what we can say. It's kind of like electricity. And, you know, uh, let's talk about appliances. You know, you have a coffee bean grinder. You, you need electricity. You plug it into the power, and it can grind up your coffee beans. Then let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, an espresso machine or a barista machine. It needs to be plugged into the power. But that same power that ground up the beans now is making a, a cup of coffee. Let's talk about a food processor. That same power that made ground up the coffee and, made, and the beans and made the coffee now, it's processing food. Let's talk about a blender. The same power is blending. Let's talk about an electric knife that you cut meat with. Same power, but it's all different. So we can say this, that when God takes the same spirit and the burden comes on somebody, the way that it is expressed can be totally different. There's people that come and say, I want to do graphics. There's somebody that says, I, 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 you know, I got this on my heart to do. It's that same burden for people, but it's expressed in so many different ways. Uh, so it's not, it, it, you know, and, and what God does, remember the first week of this, when we looked at Moses building the tabernacle, we saw that God dealt with a number of people, but that we, had, we had ladies that were sewing. You know, we had guys that were doing stonework doing things with stone it, it was like everyone doing something different so uh, when God comes on and the same burden comes on in the same spirit it can be so diversified so today when we lay hands on those that serve let's just remember that what what happens is people the burden for people then secondly the next thing is it can be so diversified all stand up today and let's let's say this uh, with all of our hearts uh, together today father we thank you so much thank you so much for your plans and purposes the spirit of god is on me he has anointed me to to serve the plans and purposes of god I have a purpose. 
I am anointed. The Spirit of God is on me to serve. The Spirit of God manifests differently. And so I will be sensitive, even with small things, little things, because of the diversity. When the burden for people come on me, I will notice little things the Lord may say, $20 to this person. This person may need a ride. This person something else. But any small thing, because I exist for people. Thank you so much. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church at If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at rhema.org.au.